0: Welcome to the Mental Health Gaming Podcast After Hours. I'm your host, Stu, and I'm joined by Brad, because like COVID-19, we haven't found a way to get rid of him yet. (laughs) So, (laughs) what what pop-culturally interesting stuff have you been up to this week, Brad?
1: I've delved back to the 80s, but in a modern setting. I've been watching Cobra Kai on Netflix... It is really, really, really good. Um, I don't know how many people watched season one on the on YouTube. I did because I managed to get a like a week long free trial, and I just binged it in a couple of days. So I watched it on YouTube, and I'm not paying for YouTube Red, was it called, or YouTube Premium, as it is now. But I'm not paying for that. There's not enough on there that I want apart from Cobra Kai, so I'll wait until there's another offer. It, it never came, but it was the first season of that is. Absolutely brilliant. So if you're listening to this, and I'm sure you can back me up on this one, Stu, as well. If you're listening to this and you've not seen season one of Cobra Kai, pause the podcast, go and watch it, and then come back and listen to the rest because it is everything a reboot should be.
0: I'd agree. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. What I really liked was how it kind of went... It's a, it kind of brought back all of the stuff from the first one like it has the same feel and the same look but you know advanced on in years, but it also not took the out of itself, but it kind of like deepened it and made it a bit more realistic and a bit more applicable to the real world and it kind of that just made it better, you know because the film itself, the original critic it's all right, but you know it's, it's a bit really mis- different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. And it's a bit mystifying why it was such a massive hit, to be honest. What, by looking back,
1: what I really like about season one and what it does, I. I cause, I think it was over the past, what, decade, i say, the theory started coming out that Daniel LaRusso wasn't the um, protagonist in the film. He was actually the antagonist and that Johnny Lawrence was was the misunderstood hero of the piece. I remember um, How I Met Your Mother, Barney really loves it with a kind of Really led into the how Johnny Lawrence is the hero, and it kind of I don't know whether it sparked from that or whether they fed off that, um, but it was a really good bit on there. And uh, William Zapka um, makes a guest appearance on the show and everything, but it stands to reason like, and this is what Cobra Kai does. If you actually look back at Karate Kid, the very first one, and you watch it, and you just go, actually, yeah, if you look at Johnny Lawrence in that film. He takes the rough end of the stick from everyone, and he's very rarely at fault. Sure, he goes over the top because someone's, he's not, we're not going to admit he's a good guy in that film, like a nice person, but nothing he does is technically wrong. He goes maybe a bit overprotective over somebody he's still in love with. And then everything else is a reaction to Daniel LaRusso within, within the film. And I love that Cobra Kai plays on that, that Daniel LaRusso was brought up to believe that he was the good guy, he was the hero. And Mr. Miyagi made him feel like that. And people around him made him feel like that. And Johnny Lawrence doesn't know what he's done wrong in his life to sort of get to the point he's at. And Cobra Kai balances that out really well. What really got me, and when I first watched it, and they the, um, they positioned Daniel Larusso as the asshole. He he owned the cars, the car showrooms, with the posh cars and everything. He was the asshole, and you're like, wow, they're really leaning into this. And then it kind of flips it a bit, and then they they, they add the nuance to his character as well, and you realise that both have grown up, and neither are like the people they were before.